Hey everybody, Editor Heather here. I wanted to give you a heads up that there is some volume variance in this episode. There were some issues with Dennis's mic that we didn't realize until we got everyone's tracks together. So, please bear with us. I promise this episode is worth it. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where the best things come in threes. Huzzah! Yeah. Wow, that was a real progression. <laughs> that was really... Wow. I guess let's just let that that energy start us off here. <laughs> so uh, with us today, I have Heather. Hi, I'm Heather. I play Margaret Oliver, a.k.a. Mags the Professional. And we've got Dennis. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad Johnson, the Mundane. And the mysterious Lester. I'm Lester, and I play Morris. The uh, I can't pronounce that word. Initiate, initiate. In. Hi, I'm Lester. I play Morris. He is a magic man in a mm. cult. That's all that word means. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Well, thank you for joining us for episode four. If you've kept with us this long, thank you. May all your dreams come true. I mean, except for the bad ones. No, all of them. (laughs) Yeah, they all have to come true. You can't can't just have the good without the bad. That's not how life is. Well, give us a recap, Heather. Okay. So we started out with a quick conversation outside the Kelly home. Kind of ended up being about why we were all here. It was triggered by Morris's brooch brooch i've heard it both ways oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and then we headed to the great oak library which was staffed by a man named caden noonman he set us up with the local history section which we discovered was spotty at best there was a lot of missing records starting around the 1890s then there was no news at all for two years And then we started getting gaps where it was good news only, no bad news ever. We decided to go back to the B&B to see if Miss Brown could clue us in on anything. She was not there, but we heard strange noises in the cellar and Brad went to check it out and found witchy stuff. And I think Miss Brown, yeah. Right, right. But we don't know that yet because we're still standing outside. Yeah, we're are we're just sta- are we just standing outside the cellar? Or are we in the bread and breakfast still? No, we're outside the cellar. I, we're at the ready. You guys heard the gunshot and oh, started racing yeah, I down. About the oh, that's right. We were we started doing shit. Uh, I can remember things. I'm so proud. See? I'm not just a pretty face. I believe, let's set the scene real quick. I want to, I think we'll open with Brad. The camera is like over Brad's shoulder looking into this room with a smoking hole blown into the doorway to Brad's left. And Miss Brown standing there with a large revolver, I think it was. So Brad, what you want to do, dude? Well, uh, I think the last thing that we... I think we ended the last episode with um, something along the lines of me telling her we need to have a conversation. So do I hear the other two coming? Are they booking it down the steps? Yeah. Yeah, I think when... Yes. When Mags hears that gunshot, she's running. All right. So uh, we need to have a conversation. I hear them coming down the stairs and... um, I've I've had my my hands up to Miss Adelaide in like a sort of soothing disarming gesture, and I'm going to step out of the door enough to look and see if I can see Lester and Mags coming and give them the same kind of thing. So now I'm so I can see everybody that's involved in the situation, and I'm going to start by just saying, okay, I think it's a lot has happened in the last two and a half seconds. Let's just everybody chill for a minute, take some deep breaths. I think 
uh, Miss Brown, if you could please put that down so that there are no, uh, there's no unnecessary harm caused. I think that we all should have a chat about uh, this whole situation. And I gesture at the room that she's in at large. Okay, so let's see how this night is going to go. Uh, why don't you make the first roll of the night? Oh, boy. And <gasps> uh, roll manipulate someone. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Clicky, clicky, clack. Oh, no. Starting out strong with a six. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got two charm and everything. Oh. oh. Brad, it's so charming. Mark experience. Yeah. I just rolled real bad. She shoots you. <gasps> oh, uh, shit. <laughs> you take two harm. Okay. Are you serious? Shit. As the bullet slams into your shoulder. I said a large revolver. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How much harm do we get? We only get like seven. Eight. Seven. Well, and after three, there's the that rules. line that's like, okay, now you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. So after three, it's uh, okay, very bad. Uh, I'm going to tackle her. <laughs> he just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> that, adrenaline, baby. She shot me. All she right. might shoot you guys. I'm not playing around with this. This is nonsense. Roll, act under pressure. Keep forgetting I had to roll to do things. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Be good. Be better. Okay. Okay. No, that's better. That's better. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. A mixed success. A hard choice, a price to pay, a worse outcome. I'm not trying to hurt her, by the way. I'm just trying to, you know, stop her from being able to shoot me or anybody else. Yeah, I understand. Okay. I understand. I think that, oh, I think it's a worse outcome. I think you tackle her to the ground and the gun or her hand, you know, slams into the floor and the gun flies off, but not before she gets another shot off. Oh, my gosh. Episode four. Brad's, Brad's done, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, s Guns hurt. Guns hurt a lot. Yeah, we're we're aware. Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely there. You arrive just as Brad tackles her to the ground and is shot in the leg. We'll only do one harm this time because I am a generous, Jeez. generous man. Okay. That was a graze. <laughs> Mags comes in the room. And at this point, she has her sidearm drawn and like super safe gun handling position, both hands on the weapon pointed down to the ground. And when she sees, I assume like if Brad has tackled her, he's got her pinned. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's going to put on her best authoritative voice. And I'm not sure yet what this sounds like. So uh, <laughs> she's going to very loudly cock the weapon and say, all right, everybody, just stop. Why don't you roll manipulate someone? Oh, boy. I do have a plus one. That's something. Oh, that's definitely something. That's a 12. Thank goodness. Rolled an 11. I think she stops moving completely. While Mags is doing that, can um, Morris try to cast magic using a crystal? Since I have too weird and I don't ever do anything with it. What kind of magic does Morris want to do? It's going to be really bullshit. Like, he takes out a healing crystal and he's just going to make it an anti-healing crystal. Like, it's supposed to make you relaxed and he's just going to try and give Miss Brown, like, a slight headache. Okay. I feel like that's kind of the level that Morris probably is capable of. At best. <laughs> Brad watches him take out a healing crystal and then use it to do the opposite of that on somebody that hasn't been shot. <laughs> it's not like a healing crystal. It can heal your wounds. It's like a healing crystal. Like it makes you think that you're relaxed. Oh, okay. It's like a placebo. Okay. <laughs> that kind of healing crystal, not like a magic potion. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you roll use magic? All right. I'm rolling real good. I got snake eyes, so four. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Mark experience. Wait, you said you had plus three weird. I have plus two weird. Oh. Oh, no. So... <laughs> Can you read to me what happens on a failed use oh magic? Oh my god, we're all gonna burn to death. 
<laughs> I wasn't trying to do a very big spell, all right? I'm well aware. <laughs> Let me find but where I But this is the dangers the of use magic. Book. Like, shit can go really wrong really fast, even when you're trying to do simple things with use magic. And that's the beauty. It's not actually listed what happens on a miss. No, I have a description for what happens. I hate trying to find this in particular. Uh, I thought I had bookmarked it, but I... Oh, shit, I have luck. You do have luck. You could use luck if you want to. Would it be easier for everyone if I just used luck? That is entirely up to you. Oh, here we go. I found it. I did bookmark it. I'm great. The hunter loses control of the magic and anything can happen. Hmm. I'm going to use a point of luck <laughs> to make it roll of 12 to give this woman a minor headache. <laughs> All right. So no XP. <laughs> okay. And I have to mark a thing of luck. Yes, I'm indeed. a little closer to being doomed. Luck is a precious resource. But not bad to make sure the use magic doesn't blow everybody up. Oof. I wouldn't have blown you all up. That's a little extreme. You did shoot me twice. I did shoot you twice. I was thinking about having the magic affect you. I mean, it's fine. Because you wow. were very close. Um, I have to resolve his 12. Um, so, Lester. Uh, yeah, She's everybody sees Miss Brown throw up her hands to and start grasping her head and she starts groaning on the ground. Does she drop the gun? She had already dropped it. So, Mags, what was it that you were wanting to do? But she is not resisting any longer. Yeah. After your manipulation. So, Mags puts puts the gun like to her hip. She's not holstering it yet, and she's going to hold out a hand and say, "Okay. I'm going to look after my friend here." And then we are all going to have a conversation. Uh, and then she goes over to Brad and I would like to medic him. She says, ah, fine, make it stop. Tell your practitioner to make it stop. I look to Morris quizzically. I'll roll use magic. You don't on, have to do eyes. that. You can, <laughs> I think you can stop Jeez. it. Remember when Lester said that he uh, accidentally killed every single person that he played D&D with the first time? <laughs> yep. Not yep, much has I changed. That. <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can I medic? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. And Miss Brown is just writhing on the floor. That's an 11. Rolled well. Thank you. So what happens on 11? You are stabilized and heal to harm. So you just heal to harm. Oh, perfect. Awesome. I've, I've got my... I think at this point, I'm just going to have to acknowledge that Mags either has, like, a Mary Poppins bag or she is just wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> so she's got a little first aid kit in there and, like, applies pressure and puts a compress on and then wraps it in gauze Gives you, you know, one of those little break in half ice packs and tells you to like sit in the corner with your arm above your head. Mm -hmm. I, I go do that. Yeah, I think the bullets, one of them grazed him and the other went clean through. So Beautiful. Love it. Right. Okay. So do you release Miss Brown? Uh, I feel like we should like tie her up or something like... Before we release the headache, because she was very quick to shoot Brad. I would like to second that notion. You got any cuffs on you, Mags? I actually don't. Um, what about those, like, zip ties cops use? That I, I might have. And she goes digging through her bag. Do you have that move? No, I don't. Oh, what a shame. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're... I don't think they really supply that kind of thing to you. No, no, detainment is not really our thing. Uh. Is there like any rope or anything or like sure, uh, yeah, bungee cords absolutely. in this basement? It's a basement. There's rope and shit. All right. Let's just use those. You can tie her up. Who's good at tying? Brad's probably good at tying <laughs> shit. He likes. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that Morris pulls out like a completely different crystal and offers it to Brad as a healing crystal just for like the good vibes. I take it gratefully. Great. Brad, you heal nothing. <laughs> but I feel good about it. And you feel great about it. 
I think uh, Morris gives Brad a bloodstone since that improves circulation and provides support to blood-related issues. Makes sense to me. And he's like bleeding and shit, so, (laughs) you know. Totally logical. Okay, so Adelaide is restrained. You released your magic upon her, right? If she's tied up, yeah. Okay. Miss Brown, I have a feeling that, and I look around the room, you might have more of an idea of what's going on than you have previously let on. I think we would all really enjoy it if you would share some of that information with us in a straightforward fashion. (laughs) Uh, I wish I had a solid idea of what was going on here. I don't know very much. It's all very strange, and I I only found out about these things a few years ago, after my mentor died. But I'll tell you what I can. What things? These things. The She gestures with her head around the room. The magic and stuff. The craft. Okay. Why don't you roll... Investigate a mystery? I think okay. that's appropriate yeah. here. Oh. oh, that didn't sound good. Oh, no. That's a fail for me. Oh, no. Uh, a five. Does Morris recognize any of the magic shit? Sure, yeah. Since Morris is a little bit familiar with magic and they are using, they are talking about magic, is there a way that I could help out to make that not, well, wait, a five. Yeah, but your plus but two. But your help out gives plus two. I do have a plus two, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, why don't you go ahead and kind of tell me how you're helping out, and then you can roll it. Give me a good reason why I should allow this. I think, well, you said that Morris does recognize some of the magic stuff, right? So yeah, I think absolutely. he would probably say, he could probably, like, under his breath, kind of point mags to the right areas to kind of pay attention to, or, like, do some cool hand signals. <laughs> Hand signals. Just like you, point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just point and be like, ask just about pointing. that. Uh, sure, you can you can roll help for pointing. I'm gonna be a plus two point. I got a seven. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So I think what happens is you walk closer to get a better look at some of the books, and you cross over some kind of ward without realizing it and you're gonna take minus one forward as your body just suddenly loses a whole bunch of energy you just feel very tired well let's go ahead and make it minus one ongoing for a little bit brad did get shot twice just reminding you (laughs) but max did get that plus two right she did she got plus two to bump her to a seven As Morris begins pointing out books that he recognizes, and this kind of tips you off on... What is being concealed here? Sure, sure. Um, Obviously, she is a practitioner of magic uh, that that has been concealed, uh, but has been revealed to you, so I'm not going to say that's the only... (laughs) Thing that you get thank from you this. thank you for uh, that i'm not a i'm not a bad person uh, <laughs> i want to give you guys information i think so i think what is being concealed here about the town is more the kind of information that you're gonna get here so what she says is listen i i can't tell you much there's something going on here though i'm sure you you've noticed how strange this place is nobody ever comes here And the leadership of this town likes to pretend that nothing bad ever happens here. But it's more than that, because horrible things happen here constantly. There are creatures and spirits and horrible things that attack the people of this place. And none of them seem to realize that it's happening. I don't know what to do about it. I've been trying to figure something out, but I can't even leave. Have you tried to leave yet? No, we haven't tried to get out of town yet. (sighs) It just spits you out at the other end of town. 
If you try to leave from the south, you come back in from the north. That sounds like it could be potentially convenient, though, like a little fast travel. Sure. I mean, other than you can't leave the town. That part sucks. Yeah, Morris, that really sucks. I'm just trying to make lemons out of lemonade. That's not the saying. I'm just trying to make lemonade out of lemons. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where we make lemons out of lemonade. Shit. That's pretty good. We'll use that for next episode. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, Mags is... Like, you can see her processing right now. And she's broken eye contact with everybody and is, like, if this were were a cartoon or a movie, you would hear, like, busy thinking music. <laughs> <laughs> like the the meme lady with the, the math equations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and after a second, she, she tries to shake her head to clear it, and she looks back at, Adelaide and says, look, can I trust you? Are you going to try and hurt us again? Look, I had... Answer my question. No, it's obvious that you're not with... Not with with who? With them. The mayor and his friends. (sighs) Okay. Okay. The guy who owns everything? Greg? Him and many others. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's untie her, please, and let's have an actual conversation. We need to know exactly who is in on this, whatever this is. We need to know the types of creatures, the things that have been attacking you. What do you know about the face spiders? What do you know about green light? Face spiders. Yes, the face spiders. The face Those spiders. must be new. It's something else every week. I do what I can to stop things that are hurting people, but I could use some help. Well, I guess we're here to help now. And Mags plops down on a stool. Morris gets like a look over his face like he just remembered why he's even in this town in the first place. And he goes like, oh, oh, wait, shit. Hold on. Quick. Have you, have you, uh, have you heard of this dude I'm supposed to be looking for? Who I definitely did not forget that that's the whole reason I'm here. Uh, his name's like Jaden Indigo Child. Don't remember what he looks like. Is that his actual name? It is now. That's what I decided his name was going to be. Jaden Indigo Child? Yeah, I was going to try and do maybe like a secret pun. And then I was like, there's no point. It's just, it's just, it's just straight up Indigo Child. And it's Jaden with a Y. Oh yeah, I already spelt it that way. I assume indigo child is hyphenated. Oh, that's good. Yes. (laughs) Love this guy already. And I think child should be spelled with a Y Mm, as well. Love it. Love it. And you know what? The second I in indigo, that's also a Y. Jeez. (laughs) Wow. This is ridiculous. I love it so much. Brad is going to... He's been pouting this whole time, for sure. I want to ask her a couple of questions, if that's okay. Yeah, let me uh, answer Lester's question, or Morris's question, rather, first. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by the indigo <laughs> child spelling and just forgot he even asked anything. Quite all right. Miss Brown says, hmm, I think I saw a man like that about a month ago, maybe? Saw him ride into town, but he didn't stop here. Didn't stop at the bread and breakfast or didn't stop in the town? Didn't stop at the bed and breakfast. Oh, he sounds like a loser. Yeah, right? This is a I run the finest establishment in Triple Springs. Brad scoffs. Oh. <laughs> is it actually called Miss Brown's Scandalous Bread and Breakfast? Because that's what I wrote it down as being called, and I don't remember if that was the name or No, it's just, just Miss Brown's Bread and Breakfast, but we were saying that it was scandalous because <laughs> she's Ms. Brown. And she runs a bed and breakfast, which is, um, it's because she's a witch. Yeah, yeah. So, Brad, let us roll some investigative mystery, I guess. I'm going to give you guys all chances at investigative mystery. I think that's only fair because this is obviously a huge source of information that you guys need because... Plot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That grown was in regards to the four I just rolled on investigating mystery. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> it really was indicative of the whole night. Holy <laughs> shit, my dude! 
<laughs> Did she shoot me again? <laughs> she pulls out another gun. This time, shoots you right between the fucking eyes. Put you out of your damn misery. Jeez. Brad has to have leveled up by now. I'm really close. That's fabulous. Mm. How close are you? I've got one more, and I'm and I can great. Roll. Be sure to tell me right when you do, so that we can I immediately will. do the advancement. Okay. I love doing that. I just wanted to know if she knows Sam Kelly. <laughs> That's all I wanted to ask. <laughs> she just knows him from around the town. Adelaide says, "Why don't we talk about this over some lunch?" And she ushers you all upstairs. Uh, she closes and locks the doors behind her, the doors to the basement, and uh, or the cellar, as it were, and the door to her sanctum, and takes you up to the kitchen. We are so grateful for the enthusiasm and support we've received from the Cast Junkie Discord community. If you enjoy our show, you might enjoy this one, too. Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you'll be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon soon in sunny Gullicochica. Once we get back upstairs, I want to gently ask her how she feels about having us there, about the people in this town, all of all of that sort of She tries not to get out. She's afraid of something being done to her, being one of the few people, according to her, not under the influence of the leadership. She just keeps saying the leadership. So who is this leadership council? All right. She whips out a list of names and addresses of every <laughs> single person. No. She tells you the mayor and his toady Greg and then a large portion of people in town as she already said is the sheriff on that list she does not know that okay just spitballing here could we solve this problem by having Brad run for mayor <laughs> I think Brad would be a He's really very good personable. Mayor. I have never really considered politics but I do <laughs> like helping people and I wouldn't be opposed yeah I mean we could run your campaign for my bed and breakfast it would be perfect all right so that's plan B. Um, Live your dreams, Brad. Live your dreams. Let's let's try and figure out a plan A. I think mean, that should probably be plan like D or E. Why did you ask about the Kellys? Because oh, Sam is gone. He got snatched out of his house through a giant hole in his roof that nobody can see by, <laughs> quote, a demon, according to his wife. And we're pretty sure it was one of those aforementioned face spiders. So... Yeah. Do you know where they're coming from? The woods? Oh, we, yeah, we saw three of them out in the woods. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what You know of Greg at least a little bit. What are the odds of him actually having our vehicles towed into town if he says he's going to tow our vehicles into town? <laughs> That's the thing. The leadership? Somehow some of them know how to get out. What? Okay, so this Brad as mayor idea might work. You mean I become mayor and I'm part of the leadership and so we can get out? I don't know that it works that way, I mean, but... It's it's moving up from like a C to a B level plan, though, if that's a possibility. <laughs> Even if it doesn't necessarily work like that, the leadership's going to have to buy him out at least or bribe him. And then he can figure it out. When's the next election cycle? 
Oh, they hold elections <laughs> never oh, here. So okay, back down <laughs> to a C then. Okay. Well, that what that means. What we got to do is we got to initiate a recall vote. Should we go get our vehicles? Are they are they going to be out in the woods, or is he going to bring those to us for real? Because we talked about going out and getting our stuff. Like I said, the leadership they somehow know how to get outside. I mean, we get stuff from the outside world Just here: not internet or cell phones or computers or or phone service. Phone service. Inter what? Yeah, see, you've missed a whole lot. It, it's a big. Yeah, there's a big, beautiful world out there. You're missing out. It's uh. So conceivably, could one follow some member of this leadership? Like, do they go out regularly? Do they make runs? Could we engage in some subterfuge and follow them out? Have you tried that? I've tried following them. I just end up right back on the other side, across town. Oh. Okay. Okay. So... There's no way out. There's no way to contact people on the outside. Should. We don't know what's bringing these monsters to this town. There are people who are invested in keeping everybody in this weird Brigadoon town. And Morris, Morris get some of those crystals. Grab a crystal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was just thinking about it. I got some amethyst here. I got some uh, cubic zirconia. You know, Mags, I've got a ton of crystals right now that could help you help you out so much. Okay. Morris, like, waves a little bit of jade underneath Mag's nose, like it's smelling salts. Can we give him a reason to leave? Can we get one of them to take us out for some reason? What if we tanked the property values? I don't think they'd care much about that since we're cut off from the outside world and... Okay, so... so... When do they usually leave? What are the reasons that some of that that Greg would go? They bring back supplies and other right, things. Right, that makes sense. To help out with the town. Mags gets out her journal and starts flipping through it. Um, Pete, Pete Burton, Pete Burton is is his. Do you know him? Do you know where his cabin is? Pete, like a mile outside of town, is Pete. Inside or outside the circle. Pete? How do you know Pete? He got us here. We pulled in his driveway and he told us which way to drive. Pete's been dead for years. Max just throws up her hands. <laughs> I hate this place. Well, has he, like, did you guys see a body? Because maybe he figured out how to leave. And then only, I guess, left a mile away. His place is overgrown and totally Wait, abandoned. Are you talking about the place about a mile outside of town that Mags is talking about? Maybe there's two Pete's. I think we're talking about the same place, but I mean, we can't be, can there we? There is no outer edge to this weirdness. So let's just say, let's just say Pete was dead. We talked to a ghost, everybody. That, why not? Why not? All right, so we talked to Pete's ghost, and Pete's ghost cursed us. Sounds like. And sent us here, right? That's how ghosts work. We gotta kill that ghost. Well, n n not not our first priority here. But it's a priority. <laughs> so so with within, I, I'm referring to it as a circle. Is, is it a circle? Uh, whatever shape it is that surrounds this town, how far out does it go? So she explains to you that it goes about a mile and a half out of the city, like, limits. The town properly. Like, it goes several miles out into the woods from, from the radius of the town. The town is not tiny, but it's not gigantic. If you were out in, like, uh, like the more rural part of a state, would it be considered more of, like, a rural city or a rural town, or is it like the only place to hang out is Super Walmart? Is there a Super like Walmart? What level of small? Or is there just a regular Walmart? How, how many stoplights <laughs> are there? Yeah, how uh, many stoplights? Is this one of those Dollar General only towns? <laughs> <laughs> so it's about 2,000 people, give or take, getting smaller by the day. As people are eating. Snatched more. from their beds at night. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> Snatched from their beds at night. But some people do come here. It's just very rare for new people to just show up out of the blue. The getting eaten rate far outpaces the getting trapped rate. Right. So, so Adelaide, when you said that his property was all overgrown and everything else, when was the last time you were out there? Probably about a year ago, maybe. Okay. I don't try doing that anymore okay. really it doesn't work do you have are there bicycles in this town could we get some some bikes you might be able to get some i don't i don't just okay. have the one okay i think it might be worth riding out to pete's well again if, if uh, okay if there are monsters in the sort of like w- weird bubble right like the creepy bubble and we saw the spiders in our vehicles, does that mean that our vehicles are technically within the bubble? Could we just go to our our cars? Well, I monsters exist outside of the bubble, though, so it's possible the monsters can yeah, come. Yeah, it seems in like they're out. just concentrated here somehow. Maybe there's a maybe a I don't know a portal or a gate or something. Somebody somebody opened up a Ghostbusters ziggurat. <laughs> Mags has got her notebook out again and a pen in hand, and she starts writing things down. Lists soothe her. So say we all. Mags seems like the type who would use Excel far more than is necessary. (laughs) She's got all the shortcuts memorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. She's got, she knows all those formulas, if dates. Yeah. So, so her list, she, she starts out, ride to Pete's, two, Check van radius. Outside of the game, I think I think we drove too far okay. for the vehicles to be inside yeah. the bubble. Because we drove for like 10 minutes. Oh, before we found Pete. Yeah, and if we figure, you know, we were going 60. Well, we were doing 60 on this little winding mountain road, surely. Well, maybe not. I was thinking we were doing fat more than 60 because Max was flipping but out. But she's also a very <laughs> I mean, safe driver, obviously. There's the church, right? Yeah. And you wanted to talk to the sheriff, Max, yeah? I think that's a good idea. We need to keep an eye on Greg. Go to church. Talk to sheriff. Yeah. Adelaide speaks up while you're while you're making this list she says listen can you describe to me the the creatures you saw in the forest they were massive like black bear sized spiders that had a series of screaming human faces wrapped around their abdomen and when they screamed it emitted this high-pitched shriek that that was nearly crippling and they could spin out of the the human mouths instead of just you know the the spinneret at the end of a spider they're horrifying adelaide horrifying yeah yeah it sounds like it all right i have some books here she gestures to the large amount of books that she has on the shelves many morris noted were occult texts and books about magic and she says if if you can help me deal with some of these problems and help keep these people safe while (laughs) i guess we try to figure out what's going on here then you know i i would appreciate it and you know we can combine our resources and you can try and find information with me on the creatures that come here, kill people, do bad things. Sounds like a plan. Alright, cool. So, okay, this may be a bad idea, but we've got a lot of ground to cover, and if people are disappearing on the regular, do we want to sort of uh, do we want to cover more ground? Do we want to split up? It's lunchtime. 
Correct. Sock it over over a meal. Or I guess go to the diner. Sweet, there's more sandwiches upstairs. I think if we can do teams of two, maybe, Adelaide. I don't know if you're down for that. As long as we're back here before nightfall. I don't want anybody going off on their own after it's dark. Does that seem reasonable to everybody? Yeah, it sounds good. How do we split it up? Like dudes versus ladies or like one competent person, one doofus <laughs> per team? I'll, I mean, I'll be fine. Because like, you can't I'm do good. both. I'll do whatever. <sighs> how, how familiar are you guys with like mountainous outdoor regions? Because no offense, Mags, but you don't seem the type. Um, I could be wrong. I don't want to, you know, you just seem a little high strung for that sort of, uh, that sort of activity. She looks at you and like wipes the sweat from her brow as she's standing there in a polyester blend <laughs> pantsuit in Alabama in the summer and just, just glares at you for a moment. Message received. Morris is is a member of Southwestern Regional Appalachian Blue Ridge Mountain Community Junior College's uh, casual hiking club. So that is way more of a mountain than this. I cannot stress enough how some people like to say mountain, but really it's just big hills. It's it's not like the Rockies or the Smokies or anything like that. It is... It is big, huge hills. Uh, well, Morris is wearing hiking boots. I think that was like the one thing I said in his description. And it sounds like Brad. Brad's whole thing is just being a buff dude who climbs shit and finds <laughs> monsters, right? <laughs> Pretty much. So it might make more sense for Brad and Morris, I guess, to go out into the woods. And then Adelaide and Mags do the city slicker stuff. As much as you can be a city mouse in a town of 2,000 people <laughs> that doesn't even have a super Walmart. Adelaide, what are you comfortable with regarding dealing with people here in town? I mean, I assume that you have some degree of duplicity, undercoverness that that you want to maintain. Well, to be honest, or does I'm everybody know? a bit of a pariah. I don't have a lot of friends here, but... I know some people. I try not to leave. I don't want them getting in the house. In fact, I have wards and things set up to warn me when somebody comes near. That's how I knew you were outside the door, Brad. And listen, I'm really sorry about shooting you, but I can't be too careful. Today may have been the day they were coming for me, and you could have been part of their plans. How do you figure that we just got here yesterday yeah and nobody comes in unless they're brought by the leadership Whoa. well we just is that why everybody keeps asking how we got here yeah uh, ap apology accepted by the way yes, um, yes, just yes, don't yes. do it again please that really <laughs> i've never been shot before that sucks <laughs> it's brad's one weakness is gun <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that's most people's weakness. <laughs> Listen, I'll I'll do what I can to help you, you know, heal up and whatnot. I I'm so sorry. Maybe we don't split up then. I don't know. I don't. Well, like I said, I definitely don't want us to split up after dark. I think that is bad and stupid. So, what about the sheriff? You said that you don't think that they are involved with the leadership i said i didn't know i don't know them very well and they're relatively new in town they've only been here a year and a half and maybe you think that they were brought in by the leadership possibly or i should say probably but you all weren't so maybe they weren't like i said there's only so much that i can figure out here i'm just one person well now we're four people. That's right. One plus three is four. So as you all are sitting here eating and talking, you hear a metallic squeaking sound. The sound of the mail plate hitting closed. And you see a letter. 
has come in through the front door. You guys still have a mail Does system? Does Morris think that there's no mail? Well, it's, why, would they, <laughs> why would they have mail in this town? Like, there's only 2,000 people. They can just, like, they could just walk to the person's house. I mean, we have a guy named Ray. He delivers messages around town, but... Uh. She gets up and walks to the door and picks up the letter and she says, well, it's not addressed to me. And she hands the letter to Morris. Morris is going to shake it to check for anthrax. All right, let's go investigate a mystery. All right, roll check for anthrax. The (laughs) custom move. I got an eight. Is it postmarked? It is not postmarked. And it just says Morris on the front. Oh, it really had my name on it. Uh, can I hold it up to the light to see if it's like see-through or anything? Sure. You see a piece of paper inside. All right, can I smell it? What does it smell like? <laughs> it smells like paper. Oh, can I just do that? Because there's a, you can ask like, there's those leading questions. Read a bad situation? Sure, go ahead and read a bad situation. I wasn't going to force a roll here, but hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got a read a bad situation. Yeah, okay, that's a plus zero. I got a nine. Nine. All right, so a mixed success. How many do you hold on read a bad situation for a mixed one. success? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed vis-a-vis the letter? No. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> You give a thorough inspection of the letter, and it does not seem to be booby-trapped or explosive or poisonous or, you know, a monster that's going to eat your hand off. (laughs) All right. uh, Morris is going to take a knife to use as an impromptu letter opener and open the letter, take out letter. You know how mail works. Yes. Read the letter, which says... (laughs) I was waiting for it. Okay. The letter, it gives directions. Like a treasure map? So it gives directions east of town, and it says below that, meet me, and then the initials (laughs) J-I. All right. Did we decide we weren't splitting up? Do you guys want to meet a guy I've never met, but is also my buddy? I mean, seems like we can hardly say no. Mysterious letter in the slot. It doesn't say, like, meet me alone or don't call the cops or anything. It just says meet me. All right, well, I've got a date. Do you guys want to be the third, fourth, and fifth wheels on this date? Sounds like fun. Adelaide says that she is going to stay there. Party pooper. She can't, she can't really leave the house that easily. She has to make preparations to leave, and she has not made said preparations. And now, maybe she won't have to. Maybe you can go out and be her gophers. <laughs> Adelaide can be mission control. So, east of town. East of town. That's where we're going. What direction did we come from? Into town. You came from the northeast. The Northeast. Okay. So we wouldn't be too far from our cars anyways, if we also wanted to go and check there after. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Or to go fight Pete's ghost. Yeah. Fight Pete's ghost. Well, that sounds like a plan. I guess we'll go meet my informant and then we'll figure out what to do from there. Hopefully this isn't an elaborate murder plot. Oh, hold on a sec. And Mags runs up to her room and grabs one of her duffel bags. Does Brad have a gun? Brad does not have a gun. I think Morris has two guns. Do you want one of Morris's guns? Uh, no. I know, Morris has a mall katana for some reason. That's what I wrote down. Do you want a mall katana? No, I'm good. And I pull up the nunchucks and give like a... (laughs) 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 All right. Yeah, I got it. You guys don't have to follow this thread. I was just... This was based on some previous moves that were made that no, hadn't paid no, out No, I think yet. this is a good action yeah, absolutely. point. All right. Yeah, I thought 
That's what we were going to do before, just like try and look at cars. <laughs> I do want to get my van, but I'm going to give Greg, you know, first light tomorrow. There's to follow through. certainly a lot to look into here. When did he say, when did he say to meet? It didn't. He just said meet me. So I'm assuming now. Though that doesn't make any sense because he just delivered the letter. If you wanted to meet me now, but it probably wasn't him. It was probably uh, somebody that's else right, right, right. carrying the letter. She said she said there was but a it mailman. Wasn't both so we will cut the scene there, and we will move to somewhere in the middle of the forest as that is where the directions have led Oh, you. I will have asked Adelaide for better footwear. Are you wearing, like, heels? No, I, like, I'm wearing practical shoes, but not... They're not walking around Not wood-tromping shoes. Yeah, she gives you some hiking boots. That's fine. Awesome. Do you want to change out of your, like, polyester pantsuit, too? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think she probably has, like, a weekend change of clothes in there. Right. You definitely have a t-shirt that has your organization's, like... Uh, yeah, the the Bureau of Land Management logo on the back. B-O-L-M. 5K fun run. <laughs> well, you'd probably have, like, pajama-y type clothes. Sure, sure. Like, they wouldn't expect you to sleep in the pants. <laughs> Look, the rules are very stringent. <laughs> it's, it's wrinkle-free polyester. That's right, drip-dry. I will. I, I think. I do think Brad goes to change because now he has a bull hole in his pants and his shirt, so oh. he goes up into the missing the pile of the grab bag. Yeah, and I think he comes out with like a kilt, and say a let's say a, and I don't mean like a like a replica kilt you get at a Renaissance fair. I'm talking like a like a for real kilt <laughs> and a sleeveless Metallica T-shirt. Hot, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Dennis? Yes? Have you ever heard of ticks? Uh, <laughs> yes. Cool. All right, moving on. Maybe Brad's gotten Lyme disease so much, he's just built up an immunity. <laughs> I think we cut to you guys tromping through the woods and Brad picking Ugh. the th fourth tick off of We're his legs. We're just stopping every 10 minutes for Brad to pull out some tweezers. See, if I'd gone to the van, I've got that deep woods off spray in there for just such an occasion, but no, here we are out here in the middle of nowhere. Ugh. Thank God I'm not allergic to poison ivy, though, right? As you step through poison oak. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, act under pressure to avoid poison oak. I do a triple backflip. Swing from the tree branches. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad of the jungle. So, um, what you come to in this area, and the directions are pretty clear, is a... I'm not exactly sure how to describe it. it I mean, it's a waterfall. There is a large stream here that the directions have you walking next to until you get to a small-ish waterfall, probably about 30 feet high. Damn! I thought you meant, like, a little trickle. And it is a trickle. It's not, a, it's not like, gushing water. It's a, it's a stream. And you see, behind this waterfall, a cave. Um, it is surrounded by high rock layers and it really is in in like layers you can easily see the the layers of the rock that go all the way up to the verdant tree covered forest floor that's that's above you yes it's a very beautiful naturey area and you are going to make us go into a dark scary cave i'm not making you do anything you don't have to go into the dark, scary cave. Brad goes into the dark, scary cave. <laughs> I say, don't worry, I'll check it out. Last time you did that, you got shot twice. Okay, uh, do, are you expecting your friend to have a gun, or is he going to throw a crystal at me? I mean, I have a gun and crystals, so it could be both. That is a valid point. You go first, then, my dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it's it's 
I'm the one that was told to come, so I guess I will go in first. With my gun drawn and a crystal in the other hand. Just to make sure I'm real ready for anything. Is the crystal giving off light? It's just a crystal, so no. <laughs> okay, so it's very dark in here. Do we still have our cell phones? Somebody pull out, like, the flashlight app. That should still work. That doesn't require, like, service. Oh, Adelaide had some flashlights. That's not... I'm not gonna really stress too much about that kind of shit. Like, minor things like a flashlight. I think you can you can obtain those kinds of things from... You know, Mags has a flashlight, a mag light. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I do. All right, then I guess we're going to head into the cave. All right. You head in. And after about 20 feet of walking, you don't see anyone. Um, And you are not sure. It just goes deeper, as far as you can tell. Did the letter say to go into the cave, or did Morris just decide that that was the logical step? No. The letter said exactly what I told told you it said. Directions to this place, where you are now, and meet me. Okay, I think Morris is probably just going to be like, so maybe we weren't supposed to go into the cave. Uh, We might want to just turn back around and see if my guy is out there confused about where we are where i am he doesn't care about you two i think you hear a shuffling deeper in the cave oh, that's never good mm, sounds like something moving around a shifting that's the word a shuffling you hear or a, a shifting how many somethings how many pairs of legs would you say nate i don't know that you'd be able to tell how many <laughs> pairs of legs it is a shifting it is exactly that okay Max is going to take a second. She's been schlepping this person-sized duffel bag all through the woods. Won't let anybody else carry it. And she's going to put it down, undo the combination lock, and uh, put that in her pocket. And she pulls out a belt of grenades. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh. And straps it around her her ways. Mags, you're the government person, so I don't want to like you know, tell you how to do your job. How good of an idea is it to use explosions in a cave? I just want to have just, resources. Look, as much as I am stoked that you have those, I gotta say my man Morris is, is pretty correct about that. I don't plan to use them. I want whoever is in here to okay. see Okay. Okay. I guess... Uh, under his breath, Morris goes like, "She's she's definitely gonna like blow us up, right? Like that's a hundred percent gonna happen." I'm not gonna blow you up. She easily hears you because you're in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as echoing all down. Yeah, it's actually not echoing off the walls here because. The sound that you're producing is slightly dampened. I swear, if you say by all the spider webs. I was about to say the same thing. (laughs) And as you look to your sides instead of down down the way, you notice spider webs on the walls and on the ceiling. Let's uh, back up, back up out of the cave. Out of the cave. All right, ladies, let's, let's head out. Yep. And as you notice this, you start seeing shapes moving in the darkness. How hey, far? Bags. 30 feet. Yeah, let's do it. Drop them and run. Let's go. Then they begin coming. Mag steps out in front of the guys, turns her head and yells, run! Grabs two grenades off the belt and chucks them as far as she can. Two? Yep. That's what I said. You only have so many. Yeah, what part of giant face spiders do you... You wrote this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Mags, why don't you roll kick some ass? Snake eyes. Don't. Why would you put that out there? He's tired of playing the game. If I put it out there, it won't happen. What the heck, Lester? Double sixes. Oh, there's one six. What are you? 
a six there and a go. four. There we go. Oh. See, I told you. With my minus one. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Still a nine. Anybody want to help her out, perhaps? Help her throw grenades? I mean, she seems, she told us to run. Helping in the ass kicking somehow. A, yeah, or yeah, you just start firing down down range. Yeah, all right. Uh, Morris will pull out his gun and just shoot a bit. Okay, so it sounds like you're trying to help out. Why don't you roll help out? Snake eyes. Stop it! <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I have a minus one ongoing. Okay, so six plus two minus one is seven. Still enough, right? Okay, so you help out, but you're exposed to some danger or harm. And I think what you're exposed to is the blast from these grenades. Oh, great. Um, Love it. So you start firing down range in a desperate attempt to slow these creatures that are rushing out at you from the darkness. And it succeeds. It gives mags enough time to throw the grenades. However, you did not run when mag said run and that is what you she was expecting you to obey her orders and so she threw the grenades in such a way that you were going to get hit with something basically so mags yes sir you got a full success on a kick some ass yeah i did let's pick some stuff okay so you you inflict harm or you exchange harm, per, rather. And what is your additional effect? I think I'm going to force them where I want them. And what I want is for that portion of the cave to collapse in the force of the blast. I think we can totally make that happen. I'm going to get trapped under rocks. No, 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 no. And with exchange harm, I think you're going to take yeah. some too from the effect that you have had. So that's what's going to happen to both you and Morris. How many harm? Is you're going to take, uh, I'm, I feel like two, but we can negotiate this. I mean, it's large rocks falling and and shrapnel basically uh shards of rock and stuff flying i mean honestly i think two is fair because the grenades do four harm oh yeah let's do two two is great i love the number two (laughs) you see a flash and you briefly see two of the front spiders roast in an explosion and you see a, a flash of shrapnel and chips of rock flying through them and then that section of cave collapses in front of you as you run back and are pelted in the back with shards of rock and heat and pressure from the explosion and you are flung forward as you're running and you slam into the ground As the dust begins to settle and clear, Margaret and Morris stand up. (coughs) You know, that was a lot louder than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Transcripts of our show are available at our website, namelessmonsters.podbean.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. 
with most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes. I mean, number five is sage. It's a, it's like, okay, first wash your stone with regular water, then wash it with salt water, and then stick it in brown rice specifically. Mm, of course. That's exactly that how negativity. I like to wash my stones. Yep. Yeah, the bran really helps. Yeah, that's why you have to put your phone in rice when you drop it in water. It's not, it's not pulling out the uh, moisture, it's pulling out the bad vibes. And then just stick the stone in light. This one says use a larger stone to clean your small stone. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one says use small stones to clean your large oh stone. Oh my god. <laughs>